Now, come along with Callie and Cozy and get tangled up in Disney. No choice. Here comes the smolder. Welcome back to episode 25 of Tangled Up in Disney. 25. I am Callie. This is Cozy. And we have a special guest this week. This is our good friend, Benny. Hey, what's up, guys? Benny is a big Disney fan, huge Disney fan, and is a very close friend of mine. And we met through Miss Cosette's stream. Um, and we uh -huh. love to talk Disney. And it just kind of worked out perfect to have Benny on and to discuss some fun things this week. And hopefully some future things. We're talking some food and wine events. So if you guys want to hear some food and wine, let us know, because I'm pretty sure we're going to have Benny back for that. Ooh. Well, thank you. I am honored. Honored to be here. We're so excited. Yes. So we're going to talk some updates per usual. There are some big updates we've been tweeting about. I'm sure if you guys follow any Disney updates, you already know what we're going to talk about, but we're going to get into it. Um, and then we're also going to talk some snacks and Dreamlight Valley. Talk a little Dreamlight Valley, which it's been a minute. Uh, no, that doesn't mean we have any updates coming up. Hopefully we do soon, but we're just going to talk Dreamlight Valley because we like it. It's good For stuff. Sure. So it made me <laughs> motion sick last night playing it. Yeah, um, you might not be playing much Disney if they keep that up, huh? I was rough. I don't, I don't know. know. I, look, I don't know if they changed something. I, I am convinced it's because you were looking for the little orange bits for the stupid potion. Probably. Have you I done was... that yet, Benny? Um, I haven't done that, but walking around and like swinging the camera all around, trying to look for the little green aliens sometimes gets you like all cross-eyed and makes you feel funny. And I didn't really enjoy that, but it was okay. Yeah, I felt very funny yesterday. <laughs> I like and not I, like ha ha funny. No, I had to hop off. I was like, okay, no, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> oh no, this is we're bad. gonna experiment with some camera shake being turned off and see what happens. I'm just becoming an old lady. No more okay. gaming for me. Don't throw around oh, no. the old word. <laughs> I don't like it. Hey. Not a fan. Um, I think we can save the big update for like bottom bottom updates because that that is an update oh, um yeah that one that one it's like what are you talking the, about <laughs> the one <laughs> um they announced food and wine festival dates so that is officially starting july 27th and running through november 18th that's in uh, epcot right yeah i want to go so bad i love food and wine festival so do they just have different food and wines they have booths set up, um, and so they do specialty foods through all the various countries in Epcot, and then they also put booths in between that represent other or other countries that aren't like in the main Epcot circle. And there's new foods, there's returning foods, and it's a really fun chance to try like different cuisine, 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 different cuisine from the wow. various countries. <laughs> so, what's Canada have like? Is. What they got maple syrup. Um, they have, they have a poutine. Uh, I think. Uh. I think last year they had poutine. They had maple caramel corn. I think. Uh. Well, like they normally do corn. the cheddar soup too. Yeah, and a cheddar soup, which was good. We're known we for our that. cheddar we soup. 
we did the meals for Maj montage last year and it was good. It was good. We got the cheddar soup. Are you going this year, Benny? Uh, we, we may go for a day. We have a day left on our passes cause we were in Disney when hurricane Ian hit. So they like gave everybody that they canceled the park days those days. They gave everybody like a year to use the day. So we may go at the end of September this year and try to hit up maybe the Halloween party. I don't know yet, but Ooh. we definitely are going to go at least for a day to use that ticket. We can't just let it waste, right? No. Blasphemy. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I don't know what it is about food and wine. It's like the best time of the year in Central Florida. It's like the best weather. You get good food in Epcot. There's just something different about it. It hits different. Yes. I would definitely be like if I lived in Florida, what is it? It's like the, they have like an evening Florida resident ticket or like an Epcot only Florida resident ticket, um, something yeah. like that. And like, I would literally, I'd get that. And I would just go in the evenings to go get dinner from Epcot and just try a different booth like every night. Just be mm. like, mm, I don't want to cook dinner tonight. Let's go to Epcot. Facts. Yeah. Yep. Looking on Zillow right now <laughs> for moving. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Search in a one hour radius from um, Orlando, please and thank you. Yes. No traffic. No no results found. Dang it. Oh, no. The traffic <laughs> will kill us every time. No tolls? Nope, not possible. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm excited. We'll definitely have to have an episode talking food and wine with some of the new festivals and returning festivals. Um, I've only eaten a couple because it's been a while since I've been there, but I know Benny has enjoyed some of the booths um so we can definitely talk some food we'll have a foodie day oh yeah i saw um, a, i saw a tiktok video of some <laughs> nah i don't know i don't know if i want to say this it's chicken like, strips yeah <laughs> like buffalo chicken strips oh my gosh a dizzy california adventure or someone i was like yes those look mm. delicious because they're like bougie chicken strips anyways i was like (laughs) so what what you're saying is as long we can get you to eat food it just has to be chicken strips with seasoning on it yeah like sauces on it i'll try all sorts of different sauces i'm a saucy girl i like sauce but (laughs) i just (laughs) i just that's just what i like i don't know try this curry hold on let me dump it on some let me dump it on some french fries yep can I have all of the chicken strips and potato barrels, please? Yes. That's that's all I want. <laughs> and I want to try all the sauces. Yes. We can do that. <laughs> can I just get, excuse Man. me, um, I know I'm ordering the tostadas, but can you just give me a little bit of the salsa on the side? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> all I need. It's true. <laughs> Pull out some like dinosaur chicken nuggies. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> I'm ready. You and Hyper. <laughs> Or just order off the kids' menu all week. It's fine. It's fine. cheaper that way, right? Uh, true. Mm. You're probably play, paying normal prices. As there you go. The There's a hack right there. <laughs> Buy off the children's menu. Lord, I don't know. We last time we were there, we looked at one thing, and it was like there was some place I can't remember where it was at. I think it may have been the Sci-Fi. We ate the Sci-Fi drive-in, 
and it was like a kid's menu it was like $29 and it was just Kraft mac and cheese. No sides, nothing else. And it was just mac and cheese. I was going for $29. That's the most expensive so, box of Kraft mac so, and cheese. <laughs> that's a little crazy. <laughs> and like, you know, no you're only getting like a cup's worth of that Kraft mac and cheese. So they, <laughs> just cool. what is the profit on that? So it's probably four servings in a box cooked. If you're spending, we'll call it $30 for easy math. A box costs $3. Not at wholesale, bucks. and you know they're getting it at wholesale. That is a profit of a hundred seventeen dollars per box. <laughs> just no, go, Disney. just go to the Target or a Walmart across the street and get one of them microwavable craft dinners, and just yeah. pour the water, stick it in the microwave. Can I have some hot water? Yeah, yeah, of course. What do you need the hot water for? Tea. My throat <laughs> is killing me, and you just like whip out a box of Easy Mac, and you're just like stirring it in the corner. It's it's Florida. Just take your water bottle and set it out in the sun for half a day. You'll be fine. <laughs> I thought you were about to use the Florida tap water. I'm like, absolutely oh, no, not. No, we don't want anybody getting Ebola here. <laughs> all right. Oh no! I just every time I get thrown back to the to the gamer girl bathwater. We we're talking about Disney bathwater. You don't need that in your house. It's just Florida tap water. Nobody needs that. <laughs> um. Speaking of not Florida, <laughs> um, so Fantasmic in Disneyland has been pushed back at least through Labor Day. That is not a firm comeback date. That is on hiatus at least to that date. So it's probably going to be a, a bit longer. My guess is they won't bring it back. Like period? Mm-hmm. I, it's so oh, old. Fantasmic is such a show, though. It's such an old show. They need to do some, they need to like spice it up somehow, I think. Mm. Also, did you see that Ariel? I sent that TikTok to you, right? The yeah. Ariel in the Fantasmic is the highest paid. Yeah, because, because they have to just because she has to stay on it because she's got her tail on. So they have to throw a fireproof blanket over her and leave her on the bloat by herself. I watched it and I'm like, there is no way I would be up on that boat with a fake wig on. And... Uh, Eric's just chucking a blanket over my head so I hopefully don't catch on fire and end up know. like Maleficent. Like that ooh. hazard pay though. Hey, might be worth it. You tell me I just have to sit on a box <clears throat> and wave my arms in time with music and then you're gonna pay me X number of dollars an hour for it. I might be down. Hey, I don't give know. me a red wig, I'll sit up there. <laughs> I don't care. But he's like, I got you. <laughs> They'd be sitting there and be like, that Ariel just looks a little funny. Oh, no. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know. I think it will be way past Labor Day. I don't think it'll be back for Labor Day. I give it through the end of the year at minimum. Mm -hmm. right, Fantastic is such a loved show that I think that they will find a way to bring it back. They might just not include, because in Disney World, they don't, have that portion of the show um they don't they don't do it the same way disneyland does so they have Melissa, maleficent as the dragon but it's not on that level mm. so i'm wondering if they're holding off for so long because they have to redo the dynamics and the pyro for the show to maintain Maybe. it but on the flips i mean it is an older show you already have it in one park if you want to do something different in another park it's a good opportunity to take it and go now they did say that they were going to I have try and have like other things, you know, in lieu of that not being there. 
And I saw some things where people are like, oh, they're going to bring back the Main Street Electrical Parade. And then other people are like, oh, they're going to bring back the Paint the Night Parade, which is what I, I almost want. tagged you in that tweet. I want that. Mm. I love the I Paint saw, the Night Parade. I saw you reply to it on the podcast account. And I was like, <laughs> yep, I almost tagged you in this. Yeah. Oh, that would be that parade is so good. And I just want my boys to see it because there's like a huge Mac. And uh, it's, yeah, so I'd love if they brought that back. Okay, serious question. If there wasn't a giant Cars float, would you still like it? Yes. Okay. The music is so good. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I love the whole thing. I want Main Street Parade to come back to I never saw that. Disney World. The music is fantastic. The electrical it's, I, it's playing through my head right now. The electrical parade? Yeah. Yeah, I have, I have to YouTube that. I love it. I'm going to listen to that tonight. I'm going to make a go. parade show playlist. I'm going to go watch it on YouTube. I watched the fireworks uh, one, uh, Wonders Journeys probably six times the other day. <laughs> we were playing Valorant the other night. Um, and these guys are probably wondering what the heck was going on. I'm just in the background singing Wishes because somebody... I was going through TikTok and it had wishes and I was like, I haven't watched the wishes parade in a while. And I just started playing it in the background and Benny sang along with me at one point. And we're, we're say, just playing Valerie. I muted for part of it, but I definitely was singing along as well. <laughs> we're, I'm like, oh, I got Raina in showers and just like singing <laughs> wishes in the background. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God bless the internet. Uh, so Disneyland is looking at, they've been talking about this for a while, but the permits are going to, I think it's to the city now for review and approval, um, but possible Disneyland expansions. Uh, yes. Now, when we say expansions, they are not expanding the amount of land they have. So they their expansions are, they are taking what they have already built upon and changing it into something different. So Disneyland has 500 acres. They can't expand beyond that unless they manage to buy more acreage from somebody, which will be nigh impossible the prices that people around are going to be like the companies that have bought around them asking for it will be insane they won't be able to um, which is why i think they're sticking with the 500 acres that they have but they are looking at expanding based into some of the hotel space that they have parking lots that they currently have and um, i think one of the sketches showed like another gate entrance on a different side of the park think they talked about expanding downtown Disney more and connecting it to the hotels more. I'm interested to see what they do with the space. Yeah, I definitely think that like, I mean, for instance, I've always, I've only ever gone to Disney World, but I think that the more that they expand Disneyland and some of the newer, cooler things that are happening at Disneyland that are only there, and it seems like they're getting a lot of the newer stuff it's definitely a strong pull to bring people across the country like me from the easter eastern side of the country um so i think it'll be cool to see what they do yeah it'll be really nice i'm i'm very very excited interesting i'm just reading um Josh tomorrow, he was talking about, um, he was teasing aggressive theme park expansion for both Magic Kingdom and Disneyland beyond the berms. 
So I'm like, well, what does that mm-hmm. mean? But I guess Tron, they're saying Tron was added outside the berm or border boundary of Magic Kingdom. Yeah, they had to they had to change, I think, the the railroad. That's why the um thank you. That's why the railroad was shut down for so long, is because they had to change the track for it. And they had to change some of the I mean, they had to change a lot of it, right? Because there's a lot of, that was next to Space Mountain that had to get changed. Um but like they they did a lot of exterior and perimeter park changes for that ride. So they're saying that like- they want to add attractions yeah i feel like that would make the most sense for expansion across the board because it allows for more occupancy in the parks if you have lines that people are waiting in to get to these new attractions when they pull people in like tron right now you have a lot of people waiting in line for tron once they even get through their queue boarding group that it frees up a lot of the congestion in the rest of the park, which allows more people to be in there freely, which I think is a smart thing, especially if you're having a whole bunch of new things added as well. Mm -hmm. But that's one of my favorite discussions is that adding, adding things to a park truly increases park capacity without you having to expand the park itself. If you're just adding new rides into the space you already have, um, or even if you are expanding, you're adding occupancy because you're drawing people to different areas of the park, which pulls the weight of Space Mountain away because now you're drawing people into Tron or it pulls the weight from Star Wars and Disneyland away because you're adding, you have the new Toontown and you have Minnie and Mickey's Railway, uh, Runaway Railway. You're spreading out the crowds and so it automatically increases the amount of time that you can like you don't have to wait as long for certain rides because it's spreading everybody out. And I, I love that because people are like, oh, the only way to increase occupancy is you have to build another park or you have to do this or that. Like, no, you can honestly, just add to the parks. All that open space you have somewhere, just add to it. Which yeah. obviously it's not as easy as just adding to it, but. No. <laughs> yeah. see, uh, I'm reading um, what Josh said. And he said, we have plenty of opportunity within these existing footprints to optimize, to find ways to increase capacity of existing attractions. But then he said, that said, and this is sometimes a misconception, we have plenty of opportunity outside of the berms of these parks to continue to grow pretty aggressively at Magic Kingdom and Disneyland. Disney World, for sure, because of how many acres that they own in the area, and so much of it is not built upon. A a ton of it is still just land. Um... Disneyland, I was surprised at how much they own that is used for other things that they're looking to convert. So, like, Mm -hmm. I think one of them was they're looking to change, I think it's a parking lot into, like, a further expansion of an area. And so it's, sure, it's still Disneyland property, so they're not expanding upon what they own in their little square area. Um, But they're still changing what's there for offerings because they're just changing what is used in the area for them. That was a lot of words. I love Sorry. it. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> I'm really excited to see. We'll keep an eye on the permits push, pushing through for review and approval. Um, and I'm excited to see what they do with it. What are the final? Because they, I tried to look at a bunch of pictures and it's all like, what is it? Like blue sky <clears throat> schematics. Like it looks cool, but you can't really tell what anything is. And you know, it's not finalized ideas. I just want to see more. Just, just tell us all, all the things. Parks. Just expand Don't keep all the it a parks. surprise. Tell yeah. us all the things. Just 
make more, make it better, make it more fun. We're going to be excited for it anyway. You don't have to hide it. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's true. Maybe we can help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, Disney announces anything. They already have like a, you know, six-month waiting list. You know, true. people just waiting to try to do things. Yep. Yeah. Me. Yep. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um. So one of the sadder things that Disney has announced that now has a waiting list. Um, after a year and a half, Star Cruiser is being shut down. The last voyage is September 28th through the 30th, I think it was. Um, which is already sold out. So like if you wanted, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I need to buy that. You can't. Sorry. Um, I still think there's some dates available in September. The beginning of September sold out, which makes sense because school starts in the U.S. around that time. And then the end of September is sold out for the last voyage. Um, they did have bookings available through December. So anybody that booked October, November, December, they gave them priority to rebook on different dates, which is why those sold out so quickly. And uh, they had... They currently have reservations on hold, and I think they're opening back up to people who... Like our first, like buying new reservations as opposed to moving one. I think that opens back up May twenty sixth, which is this weekend, uh, Friday. So if you are wanting to get on the Star Cruiser before it shuts down, you have a couple months. I suggest getting on it and booking that ASAP because once it opens up to the public, I give it two or three days before it's sold out. I don't think it's going to be long. Yeah, Disney's Which marketing is, campaign of saying that they're going to close it, man, it's making people flock to that thing. It's right. crazy. I'm like, man, they're shutting it down because it didn't do nearly as well as they wanted it to do. And yet it will sell out all of its voyages <laughs> yeah. until close. Um, so that definitely hits hard. I, it's really interesting for me. Like I I've watched a ton of vlogs for the Star Cruiser. It looks like it's a really interesting concept. I've always thought it was really cool, but we've talked about it on here before. It is stupid expensive. Mm -hmm. You can't go as a solo traveler. You have to have at least a party of two. Um, this is what really gets me. It's like five or $6,000 for a party of two. And so you think as you increase your party size, it becomes more and more expensive. No, they discount it down to five or $6,000 for your family size anyway. So like if you're still going as a family of four, it's basically the same price as going for a party of two, hmm. which tells me that it's way overpriced for no reason at all, because you're not actually paying for extra yeah. amenities at that point. Um, did, um, did you know that they're going to be able to claim it as a write-off? Yeah. So Benny and I were talking, I, okay, let me rephrase. I did not know until like 30 minutes ago. $300 million. Yeah. Nice. Which apparently is why they're not going to turn it into something else. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, then they like can't the claim this tax write-off. Yeah. Like due to legal reasons, if they claim it as a write-off, they can't use it for anything other than that. Otherwise, they'll have to pay back the money that they used as a write-off. So I feel like it's just probably not going to do anything, unfortunately, until it's like the depreciation over however many years they depreciate it is all off, which is kind of crazy. It's very interesting. It's a, it was such a big project. There was so much money put into building that because it looks incredible. Um, so to know that it's just going to sit there until they are either able to or decide to do something new with it is so depressing. Like it's it's another one. What it what was the um, 
the water park, the river, river country that oh, Disney yeah. built and then is defunct, literally thanks to Funked Land. Uh, and it's just like there, overgrown, scary, looks like a horror movie. Didn't, I can't remember. You can correct me or maybe I'm just like way out here, but didn't they close it because they were scared of like those brain eating amoebas things? So they I think just like so. close it down and they're just like, yeah, we're just not touching it. We're letting it be the Disney Chernobyl. Just that's yep, terrifying. Not, not touching it. Yeah. So now it just lives in the wild and with the brain eating again amoeba just yeah hungry yeah just multiplying just eating all the brains that's terrifying ah, look no, it was it, it is not my type of a water park anyway <laughs> um if i'm going to one of disney's water parks it's probably going to be typhoon lagoon so uh, river country would not have been on my list of things i just i'm so sad like i I feel horrible for those cast members. It is such a specialized role to work at Star Cruiser. You have to know your storyline. You have to know specifically what's going on. Like, and obviously cast members have big roles everywhere. There's so much story in a lot of the park. Um, but the Star Cruiser specifically. And so now they have to try to shift them elsewhere. Because hopefully they're not just going to let them go. I'm sure they're going to try to shift them. From what I've heard is I heard that they're not letting any of those frontline workers be part of their layoffs that they're doing good I yeah from all, from all be, layoffs yeah i heard that they're going to be all replaced and moved to somewhere else which is good but the only bad thing is that i heard that it was kind of a blind sight to everybody that was working there they were all so supposedly they were going to close down star cruiser at the end of 2023 to retheme, do different events different activities and stuff for the people staying on the voyage but they just decided to pull the plug. And so all these people were training for these new things that now waste of time. It's not happening. And they're like, wait, so I just trained for this new dinner show and now I can't even do it, which stinks for the people that worked really hard for that. Yeah. It's Where sad. Is, Crazy. It? is it in California? What? Star Cruiser? Yeah. Orlando. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's um mm -hmm. it's right behind Hollywood Studios. I think it's like across a road from Hollywood Studios because part of the voyage is a half day in Hollywood Studios. They take you in a transport from the hotel over to um, Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge. Mm -hmm. And you like go off and do a thing for a half day in the park and then go back. I see. I don't know. Maybe they'll make enough money off of the summer where they can like pay off the tax write-off or don't not. I mean, Disney needs the tax write-off right now for profitability, but I, it's so sad. I mean, I have, I have a hot take a little bit. I mean, I think it's great. I think that what they did was like state of the art, something new that nobody's ever done, which I think is awesome. But I think that most people, when they were told the prices of things and how long the voyage was for that price, they're like, uh, it's not worth it. Yeah. And the only people that really went on it were the people that were like that micro niche of Tim Star Tracker Wars three fans. times. Yeah. That, that are like, oh, I love <laughs> Star Wars. I got to go. I got to see it. I got to do everything new. But like I said before the show, talking with Callie was um, like, I feel like. For it being a two, was a two day trip, three day trip. It's uh, like two first, nights, three days, I think. 
yeah first half day when you show up is like what do i do what is this like trying to figure it out because they've never done it before and then once they get in the routine it's like you you're crazy running around doing stuff and then it's over you're done so yeah it would have been yeah. cooler if it was not as expensive yeah i i want to i want to clarify my I'm, I'm sad that it it is such an amazing experience that is going to be left unexperienced by everybody both due to price and initially and then shut down um and that the space isn't going to be used for however long um the price was absurd from the start we talked uh, we talked about that i think before it, it mm -hmm. is unimaginable that for two nights <laughs> one whole day in a hotel an immersive experience you're going to pay five thousand dollars for um no. and, like that's it's just it's not obviously look at it. it it failed for a reason but it was a very specific audience and your experience was the same every time unless you chose a different storyline because you could either be there for the rebels or for the first order so even if you got to go twice your storylines kind of run through those two times so like the idea of them shutting down so they can learn new stories and have new conversations is really cool and i'm sorry that they didn't get the opportunity to do that but it was it's a good head thought because they're going to have needed that. You can't keep doing it year after year after year. No, I would have liked to see their business plan. Like, how did they think that was going to be profitable? Did they think it was going to be more uh, popular than it actually was? I don't know. Maybe it's one of those ones like where it was an experiment to see how much, how expensive they could make something before Disney fans were like, no, sorry. Mm hmm. I feel like Disney for a long time has basically set the price at whatever they want. And they have people like me that are like, okay, it's worth it. Cause it's Disney. Like we it's just worth going. it to do that. Yeah. We just, we just go and blindly hand over our wallet at the door <laughs> and we just let them run up the bills and we're like totally okay with it until we get home. And we have that dreaded feeling of like, I just spent way too much, but the memories are worth it and you just keep telling yourself the memories are worth it right that's what happens don't look at the bill like, don't look at the did bill. i take enough yeah. pictures I know. yeah yeah darn i should have done photo pass which is another charge <laughs> it's memory uh, maker now but well yeah. worth it yeah, yeah. i mean I, I still think that they could have done great things with it i feel like even if it was a two-day voyage and they shortened it and dumbed down some of the stuff, but made it an add-on for people staying at resorts in Orlando and said, hey, okay, you've got a five-night stay, or you want to come for a week. Let's do a five-night stay at the Art of Animation or Boardwalk or wherever. And then as a perk of staying on property, you could add on this. I mean, of course, it'd be another charge, but an extra two days at the Star Cruiser, which I think that'd be cool. You wouldn't have to pay for a ticket that day because you only be in Hollywood Studios for a half day right but i feel like they could have made that work because they'd have enough people on property that would probably be like okay yeah let's do it let's do something different worth it that sounds good yeah but having it be an add-on or like its own separate thing i just feel like wasn't sustainable agreed well, Too much here's hoping they do money. something fun with it eventually sometime in the future yeah we shall see the first time we see some excavators out there and they're tearing it down, everybody's going to cry. I'll cry. That's, yeah. that's so depressing. <laughs> so depressing. Um, so in addition to that, 
Um, on the same time, they announced the Lake Nona project cancellation. Um, so for those of you who are unaware of what that was, Disney was going to move some of their Anaheim workers um, into a new campus in Florida. Uh, so this was like a, a $1 billion project. They were going to build a new campus, have housing around it, obviously move the jobs from California into Florida, um, and Disney did cancel it. This one is arguably for two reasons. It is definitely a, uh, it was a financial strain on them that they maybe don't need right now. A billion dollars is a lot of money to pour into a project like this. Um, it's also very political for the state of Florida right now. Um, so Disney's pushing on it as it was a financial decision and just things didn't work the way they wanted it to. There's a couple different things that go into that one. Um, but it was really interesting to see that they, they started, what was it like last Wednesday or Thursday they announced it? They started the day by, hey, pass holders have a, a figment, figment magnet coming to them. Super exciting. And then they ended the day by, hey, we're canceling the Star Cruiser and the Lake Nona project. Peace out, guys. Have a nice night. Here, have a pen. At least they at least they started <laughs> with a magnet. You know, like imagine how depressing it would have been if they said, okay, all this terrible stuff is happening to the parks. Oh, but by the way, here's a here's a figment magnet at the end. For those of you terrible. who still give us money yearly. <laughs> yeah. Have a figment uh, magnet you for your car or your <laughs> fridge. It's like a participation trophy for them taking your money. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for still believing us. Yeah. And us. I Here's give a you magnet. magnet. <laughs> I <Yeah. laughs> and I give oh. you magnet. <laughs> I know Lyle to you. <laughs> I want to become a, Diz, a D23 gold member. Do it. Just for that cute little statue. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Do it. It's sweet. Although you get like discounts off of parks and stuff. So that's kind yeah, of like there's... a nice thing too. There's like a discount thing. Spreading you, the money, you're, you get like you're spending magazine. it one place or the other. It's mm -hmm. really funny about discounts. Does any, do either of you guys do that? Like, um, they do the WDW or they do the Disneyland uh, magazines, and they send them to your house every month. They do those. Have you seen those? Yeah. If you're a D two three member, you get them. I think those are quarterly. Yeah. There's a different one that sends something new, new every month, and I thought about doing it, but I haven't pulled the trigger on it because I don't know whether it's worth it or not. I might look into Once that. Once again, Disney has my wallet. I'll probably say yes and have it done and then <laughs> look at the bill afterward and be like, yeah, don't worry uh, about it. All right. Yeah. But the cool magazine that you get. Yeah. Totally worth it. And here's yeah. like a <laughs> What was it like the the old zoo magazines that you would be able to get monthly as a kid? Yeah. What were those? Z I'm going to have to look this up. It's going to bug me, but that's what it reminds yeah. me of. It's like, hey, instead of a, a zoo animal magazine every month, you get a Disney World magazine every month. Woo! Hooray! Zoo books. Zoo books. Zoo books. I had some zoo yeah. books. That's Definitely. funny. Um, oh, I was listening to Spotify in my car today and got hit with a new song from Little Mermaid. Ooh. I did not realize that the soundtrack would be out on Spotify already when the movie's not out yet. It's on Apple Music, too. Um, so I've listened to most of the songs from it. Honestly, I think they did a really good job. Um, I had some issues with Aladdin when they redid it and they redid some of the songs. And I think that they strayed too far. 
I think we talked about this when we talked about live action remakes. Mm-hmm. I feel like they strayed too far um, away from the originals on them. And for such an iconic, like iconic Disney 90s film, I don't think it's one that you can pull away from too much. They did a really good job with these. Um, so I heard Under the Sea, which is fantastic. It is almost... Uh, there's like a few things that get added in music wise, but like it's almost identical. Um, Poor Unfortunate Souls also almost identical. They've removed one line from the song, and that's it. Um, Kiss the Girl is also almost identical. They changed what's the verse where Sebastian's like, um, you don't have to say a word, just go ahead and go on and kiss the girl. Um, they changed that to was it like, um, just just ask one or just say one word if the time is right and the time is now go on and kiss the girl it doesn't feel like a big change i know people are talking a lot about the change to the songs right now it's not needed it's all political regardless of what it is they did a really good job with the songs alan menken redid them um he had lynn manuel miranda help and i think they did justice to the movie for being a live remake and I'm excited to see the movie. I'm not going to see it in theaters because I would have to go by myself because it is not a movie my husband wants to see. So I'll be waiting for it to come out on Disney Plus to watch it most likely. Um, But I'm excited for it. I thought the music, they did a very good job with it. I'm excited to see it. I don't know if we'll see. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters either. I'm not sure. Aiden has no interest. And unlike Marvel films, I really don't want to go see Little Mermaid by myself. I'll yeah. sit through a Marvel movie by myself. <laughs> Little Mermaid, I'm a pass on. Just come fly up, fly up here and we'll go see it. Bet. Most expensive movie ticket of my life. <laughs> It'll be fun, though. <laughs> Worth it. Callie, how much was yeah, that I movie don't... ticket? Mm-hmm. $1,500. What? Ah, there's like a flight, a hotel, some food, and then the movie ticket. Don't worry, though. It's fine. What kind of movie theater do you go to? <laughs> <laughs> it's not you're like in in my head i'm like picturing you're on one of those like emirates flights with the movie player like the dvd player you're watching it there on the flight oh my god i'm flying to cozy and i just watch the movie on the airplane i land i like wave to her through customs and i just turn around and get back on the airplane and come home oh you no. wave to her say yeah it was good and then you watch something else on the way back it was fantastic thanks for the beaver tail and just come back home. yeah <laughs> I got some oh, Timbits. Man. Time to go. Mmm, Timbits. Timbits. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of food, let's talk some snacks. My favorite topic. Mmm. Snacks yeah. and food. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, Ben, your your overall favorite snack of all of Disney period. What is it? Ooh, no all of Disney period. I mean, I can't let my friends at Casey's Corner down by saying anything other than a dog at Casey's Corner. <laughs> and that is my answer. Through Just a regular through. hot dog? Um, Whatever they have on the menu. I will take all of it and I will eat it all and I will say thank you and shake people's hands out the door. And even if they're strangers waiting in line, I'll say thank you. Thank you for being here and making my experience such. Yes. Thank you for coming to Disney today. <laughs> okay, but which one would you prefer? A Casey's hot dog or like corn nuggets? Casey's hot dog, for sure. Okay. For sure. Where's corn dog Casey's? nuggets. Something, something about it. 
Um, so Main Street in Magic Kingdom. I think they have one in Disneyland, yes. don't they? I don't know. I get popcorn and chicken strips. That's a, mm. you know. They have awesome fries there too. Ooh. Their fries are very good, and I'm picky on my fries. I feel like the only other place at Walt Disney World property. I mean, most of the fries are like theme park fries are good, but for some reason, Casey's hits different. Same way that like Mr. Kamal's in um, Animal mm. Kingdom hits different. I mean, man. You know what I got to try when I go? I've never had. There's a lot. So you guys can't probably guess. <laughs> Is it chicken nuggets with sauce on it? No. Oh. I do want to try those, though. I took a screenshot of the TikTok, so I know where to go. Um but a mickey beignet mm. i've never had one of those i've never seen oh one. they're so good so next time we go that's mm. like top of my list that i that i got to try they are good i want beignets all mm. the time never had one man so i'm ready fried like dough food. with powdered sugar on it like you can't oh, go wrong no it sounds delicious mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm oh, gonna be yeah. hungry now yeah. Yep. Uh, fun fact: Casey's is only in Magic Kingdom and Paris. It is not in the other parks. Interesting. Dang. I actually didn't know that. I really thought I there was so one sorry. in Disneyland. Huh. Man, I I tell you what, I feel like if Disney opened up its own chain restaurant and called it Casey's Corner, and they were like took, they would take over the world like McDonald's. I think. At least I would travel to as many of them as I could. There's something about them. The oh, new McDonald's. Goodness. Now I'm getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. Uh, Dang it. Yeah. I mean, there's so many good snacks at Disney. Like, you've got churros. You've got awesome popcorn in whatever kind of popcorn bucket you get or want. You have, I mean, if you're in Epcot, you've got caramel corn in the Germany Pavilion. You've got, I mean, it, the list goes on and on. The little uh, lumpia uh, in um, Animal Kingdom with the pineapple and cream mm. cheese. Those are amazing. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I like to pop. I just want to eat. Whips. How can you forget oh, Dole Whips? Especially in Animal Kingdom when you can get a rum floater. Mm -hmm. I'm on that. Have y'all had the cream cheese filled pretzels? Yes. Yeah. I was actually telling Callie right before the show. One of my favorite memories is when I was younger, we went with my grandparents and my family and it was raining like a monsoon in central Florida and outside of the Philhar magic, they had this one little tiny pretzel stand with the cream cheese filled pretzels. And we were all huddled in our Mickey ponchos trying to stay out of the rain and <laughs> devouring these pretzels as this poor worker is sitting outside in the rain, handing these pretzels to people. It was, uh, it was amazing. <laughs> That's Mark's favorite thing. And I think I've said this before, but the one day we went last year, they sold they out on, in both parks, oh, no. all the stores. So it's so depressing. Yeah. But his mission this year is he's going to have one, at least one every day. That's Probably worth it. more. So I have to budget for cream cheese filled pretzels. <laughs> like a line item in your budget yeah like cream cheese filled pretzels <laughs> total all right thirty dollars a day yeah just to be safe that's at least two pretzels man yeah they like man 
Are they like 15 bucks? <laughs> How much are they? I don't know. Nine dollars. Hold on. I'm going to it's going to flashbang. Just sorry, YouTubers. Cream cheese. Do they have prices cuisine. online? Yeah. I mean, Disney's like like Okay, so they so have true. specifically for Disney 100, the violet pretzel, which is cream cheese pretzel drizzled with a salted vanilla cream, that's $8, 7.59. Oh. Um for standard the warm cream cheese filled pretzel is only 649. Oh. So look, if you've got so $30 many. a day for for a cream cheese pretzel, you can get a couple. He can get yep. That'll be worth it for him. See, Mark I'm all over that. the yeah, jalapeno cheese yeah. build, though. <laughs> the which? Oh, yeah. I do the jalapeno cheese. That one's mm. my favorite. He'll probably do that one, but he just loves the cream cheese, and we can't get them anywhere else. Can't blame him. The cream cheese ones are fantastic. You know it's really easy to make pretzels? Yeah, I've, I've made them make before. A, make some at home? Yeah. Or at the very least, make pretzels and then like make a cream cheese dipping sauce if you can't just get them inside em. the pretzel. Mm. oh yeah you know what i'll do i'll look at um i'll look in my disney cookbook i have and see if they have like a recipe in there somewhere and i'll send it to you oh yeah you can surprise Ooh, father's dates mark don't listen to this episode father's day is coming up <laughs> he's way behind um, on episodes so so is trey perfect <laughs> we're we're right on track <laughs> you could, by the time he'll be listening to father's day eating cream cheese pretzels that you've made him and he's going to be like, oh, oh, good call. <laughs> I love that. Stop. That's actually really funny. Please, if you make cream cheese pretzels, just play the episode in the background while he's eating them. Wait, wait. You should say cream cheese. Wait. <laughs> I love that. Or, yeah, or like wait until he's like finally listening to this episode. Wait until this part and then just like surprise him with a cream cheese pretzel. Just like, hey, surprise. Go. He's like, what? Yeah. You no. shouldn't have. Yeah. He's not allowed to have one until he listens. So he'll listen to this episode. Mark, if you're listening, this is how you ask Cozy for a cream cheese pretzel. And you're not going to get rewarded with one until you listen to it. Congratulations. Yep. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I love that. Like two months down the road, he's going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> I could have had this two months ago. <laughs> yep. Yep. Wah, wah. Oh, man. I'm trying to think what my absolute favorite snack of all of Disney is. And it's so hard. There's so many good foods. Good foods. Good food. I like the um, Mickey Mouse bars. The ice cream ones. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like the the ice cream sandwich ones or like the, the dipped chocolate ones? The dipped chocolate ones. Yeah. Those are good. So good. This is this is why we're friends. <laughs> I, was it was it not in your channel when I found out that our local like store right down the street was started selling those Mickey bars in our ice cream section and I bought them out every single time I went there they had like two boxes and I would buy them all. Yep, because we talked so about good. it because Aiden saw them at the store and made me buy them. My sister yep. found them here, and she oh, bought them, it. but it was like only four in a box. Yeah, there's not very yeah. many at all. Ugh. They're very good yeah. though. They're great chocolate yeah. ice cream bars, chocolate ice cream bars, ice cream bars. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the one thing that I have to get every time would be those jalapeno cheese pretzels. And just like Mark, if they are sold out that day, <laughs> I'm depressed. <laughs> it is very depressing. Very. 
there's like a couple like new things that I think, I mean, for the longest time they changed them now, they're no longer there, but the Buffalo chicken tots at Friars Nook, I'm so sad that they replaced them with something else now. Those were like my favorite and and I would have to get them every single time. I mean, let's be honest. I like most people go to Disney and they like ride all the rides and they like are most memorable about that. I get to Disney world and I go to magic kingdom with my wife. And as we're walking around, I smell the smells and I see the food and I just want to eat all day, no matter how miserable I feel in the Florida (laughs) sun, I just end up eating all day. No, I feel you on the, I feel you on the Buffalo tots when, um, we were on our honeymoon and we were there, we got those and we're sitting down and eating them in cosmic rays and they were so good. Um, so the next time we went, which was unfortunately when I was pregnant, um, I couldn't stand the smell of them, but I forced myself to eat a bite because they were so good. Mm. That's really hard to eat things when you're trying to not smell it. Um, but it's definitely, (laughs) it was, it was like, oh, we have to get these again because, and we had to sit down in cosmic rays and eat them. They were so good. Those sound delicious. I have the recipe for those. I make those at home. Except, so I'm not a huge tater top person, so I make fries and I put mine over fries. I'm not either. Mm. So fries I do like a buffalo chicken poutine. Oh, can you say that? It's basically what it is, right? Yeah. It's fries and then like some type of sauce, gravy, and cheese. I mean, it's basically poutine. Poutine is made with the okay. cheese curds. That's the big thing. It's cheese. So speaking of poutine, another one of the snacks, if you're at the Springs, I don't know like if there are any other place, but they have this little poutine place and they have all these different kinds. Like they have the original and they have all these other crazy things. There's not a bad one there. They're all good. One another thing that I eat all the time. I so, want poutine now. I just Again. I just eat at Disney. Come to the movie up here and you can get poutine as well as movie poutine and a beaver tail and thai chicken bites and chicken balls all the (laughs) eating all the food you can make me 10 pounds of rice i'm really good at that so yes i could do that for sure all the food (laughs) you make the rice i'll make the sushi it sounds good done deal I'm a good rice maker. I can make some masubi too. I'll buy some spam. You guys have spam in Canada, right? I've never seen spam at a store, but we probably do. I just don't look. Your sister, I feel like your sister should know coming from Hawaii. She had lots of spam there. Is there spam in Canada? Canadia. Yeah, Walmart Canada. Hoggers. Yeah. Solid. As long as I can get butter tarts. What are butter are tarts? So certain parts of Canada, they're known for butter tarts and they are the most amazing things in the world. Oh yeah, was, my grandma uh, loves butter tarts. They look uh, like little pecan pies. Your grandmother and I became best friends. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, oh, what are they? They yeah, look okay. like um is it chess pies? I'm going to have to Google the difference between butter pies and chess pies. They look very similar to a chess pie. Butter tart. For, sorry, guy. I mean, like, look, if you guys are this far into the episode, you like us for the for us, not necessarily the content anyway. So we, like, are, we are way off track. 
It, it's food. We were talking snacks. <laughs> okay, that's true. Sorry. We could probably get this in the Canadian pavilion somewhere. Yeah. How big are these not, we should. things at, like, pavilions and countries at Epcot? Like, how big are we talking? So the main ones are really big. Like, you can walk through, like, the Canada one, you walk through, like, a city, like, a little downtown alley in Canada. That's so cool. They're, re they're really big. I want to go there. And there's, there's a, a restaurant in each one, um, typically some type of cultural thing. Like, Canada still has the Canada movie, right? Where you, it's like a yes, surround. I believe so. Like, you stand in the center, and it's a 360 surround movie theater, and they mm -hmm. show Canada. What do they show? <laughs> Land in Canada. <laughs> they show one of the really pretty Canadian songs. scenery. They have one of the best restaurants on property, La Cellier. Go oh, Canada. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. It's what? amazing. We're the best. Yeah. Mexico has a whole ride in it. So does Germany. When people no. get sick no. after no, eating. Not Germany. Mexico has Norway. One. Norway. Yeah. Norway and then is France. The yeah, France now. Yeah, when right. you get yeah, sick, because you're eating all the food and then you go on ride. They're baby rides. One's huh. like a little slow water ride. Um, well, I mean, actually, two of them are water rides. Um, which the one in Norway, the Frozen Ever After, has one drop, but it's a baby drop. If you're gonna get sick, it's gonna be on Remy's. It's gonna be on the the Ratatouille ride because it's a 3D ride. Mm. I don't recommend eating and then going on the Ratatouille ride, but you know. Now, when I go to Disney, I have to take a gravel in the morning and then one at lunch. So does Trey. <laughs> and we're not I'm allowed fine. to go on Star Tours anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth it. Okay, so Cozy. There's a big Canadian, or sorry, not Canadian. There's a big Epcot debate. So when you walk into the World Showcase, you have, what is it, 11 countries in a circle around the lake. When you Mexico. walk in, you have Canada to your right, and you have Mexico. Mexico to your left. I've heard this. As a First person walking in, are you starting with the Canadian pavilion or are you starting with the Mexican pavilion? I think I would start with Canada just because that's where I'm from. But okay. I've seen this debate. It's, it's a big debate. What's the majority? Like, what, what is, what do people think is right? There's more Mexico goers than there are Canadian goers. And it's typically because if you are drinking around the world, whereas you get a drink in every one of the pavilions, you want to get a margarita from Mexico. So you start in Mexico so that you don't miss out on that because otherwise you're going to get like what, um, is it like a beer in Canada and then a beer in England? I feel like I'd be, I think so. I'd be yeah. better off getting a margarita or a mojito or something from Mexico. Makes sense. Yeah, I think it depends on what you are looking at. And if you're drinking or not. I always just want to get to maybe. Japan, and which is halfway across. So, like, I'm just going one way or the other anyway. Yeah. That's fair. Shout out to all the homies that come across on that international gateway coming from Boardwalk and that stuff. That's the, yeah, that's the best place either, to start, I think. You say you're either starting France or England. Yeah. Yep. And we usually stop at England. I mean, it's like if you come over for lunch, you got to get the fish and chips. I mean, for all of you guys that are, like, listening to this, you think Benny just eats all day, and you'd probably be accurate. So <laughs> there's a reason why I want to go with Benny on a Disney trip. It's, it's not just the humor. I want a food buddy. 
So you don't we don't do me. the Disney dining plan. We just do the Disney snacking plan and hand over our wallets. <laughs> just get a magic band. You feel less bad about it. Oh, that's the worst. It's like you just, it, yep. Beep. Yep. You just don't know. It just builds. I'm doing that next time we go. <laughs> Boop. It's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even get to Disney Dreamlight, which means we're just going to have to have you on again. Darn. Okay. Benny. Well, thank you for having me. Darn it. Shucks. Yeah. Thank you for hanging out. I enjoyed <laughs> our food conversation very much. Yeah. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. So really you guys will certainly see Benny again. Yes. We, we love having Benny. I, I say that like we have him all the time. I have, we've loved having him on this episode. There's <laughs> things I want him on for future episodes. So <laughs> he will be back. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoy this as much as we did. Let us know what are your favorite. I know we've talked snacks before guys, let's be honest, but you can always have a new snack. You can always have new food choices. So um if we talked about something that you love shout us out let us know if there's a snack that is coming up that you want to try tell us what it is because i'm always down to look up snacks and see if i can recreate them um, or else just make myself want to buy a disney ticket to go eat it like the fruit waffle from sleepy hollow thanks for that one benny mm -hmm. really You're want welcome. some nutella now <laughs> <laughs> um so um, next week is going to be a surprise for what we're going to talk about. Uh, we'll figure it out sometime this week. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm going on vacation this week and I come back the night of podcast night, um, the morning of podcast night, technically, but so it's going to be a surprise. I'm going to have fun stories, hopefully to tell you, uh, it's not Disney related. I wish it was, but it's going to be a fun one. You don't want to miss it. Um, thank you again, Benny, for being on. We really appreciate it. You're the best. And until next time, I hope you guys find something to get tingled up with in Disney because it's a blast. So thank you guys. Bye.